You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut through the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. Hi, it's Katie Harris, and this is an episode of the Nursepreneur Podcast. Today we have Nicole Vieno uh, from Blue Monarch Health. Uh, Nicole, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you, Katie. I'm super excited to be here. Uh, Nicole, give us some background of, of you as a nurse. Like, How did you get started in nursing? What was your background? And then we'll talk about how it kind of got to where you are now. Yeah, I was in college. I, I thought that I wanted to be a biologist because I loved animals and I loved just learning about them. And then we got into the biology classes where we were dissecting fruit flies. And I kept looking at these little fruit flies thinking, oh, I cannot do this for the rest of my life because these fruit flies don't even talk back to me. I mean, uh, I'm not sure I wanted to be a biologist at that point. So then I, um, my sister was finishing up nursing and she was so excited about it. So I was listening to her and I'm like, fruit flies, people, fruit flies, people. <laughs> I said, you know, <laughs> I'm going to go into nursing. So that's what I did. Good choice. <laughs> I didn't even know you could dissect a fruit fly. That must have been hard. <laughs> um, well, maybe it wasn't dissecting, it was learning about them. <laughs> Just killing them. That's all I know how to do. <laughs> Crazy fruit flies. Okay, so you went to nursing school, and um, what happened when you graduated? Did you uh, get a job in med surge, or did you go into some sort of specialty? Yeah, I had an interesting, um, an interesting journey in nursing. So I started at the bedside. I was on a thoracic surgical unit on the step down unit, and I'm originally from Canada. And back in the day when I graduated in the late '90s. I, uh, you know, it's really hard to find a job in Canada. So I decided to be a travel nurse and I picked up all of my gear, all of my stuff. And I moved across the country to Las Vegas, Nevada. I had my rollerblades and my violin and two suitcases and off I went to become a travel nurse. And from there, I was recruited right into the intensive care unit. And they put me through a course where I learned all the ins and outs of intensive care. And um, I did intensive care nursing for close to 18 years. In Nevada or did you really leave weird. Nevada? <laughs> oh, no, I was all over the place. Well, not all over the place, but all over the West Coast. So from down in San Diego to moving through up the coast to uh, Washington State and all around the, the West Coast. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, okay, so once you, you were doing that, um, what led you to, uh, I mean, what was kind of the transition step that you took from going from ICU into business? Yeah, um, you know, working in intensive care is, is a very, obviously a very high stress, high demand, high um, energy, high, just a high beat down <laughs> after a while and you know I'm, I'm one of the nurses and I and I still continue to be and I really have to watch myself for those kinds of traits but I'm the super nurse who thought she could do everything got all the sickest client all the sickest patients and you know managers depend on you your your colleagues do too and 
eventually I got really burned out and I did not know the signs of compassion fatigue or burnout. I didn't, I didn't know that. We didn't learn that in nursing school. And I just thought that I was a really crappy nurse. I thought that I just, you know, had lost my ability to care for people. And I thought, oh my gosh, Nicole, if you, you know, if you are like this, if you are so apathetic and you don't want to go to work, I mean, you need to get out of the bedside because you're just not doing your patients a service. And so I stepped away from the bedside and I decided to um, just take a break. I actually worked as a health and wellness director at a YMCA <laughs> until I figured out what I wanted to do. And I went back to school at the same time. I got my, I did my RN to BSN and then I did my uh, BSN to master's. And I always knew nursing was in my heart. And as I was doing all this education in nursing, I discovered what's called nurse coaching. And it was a program run by the International Nurse Coach Association that taught me all of the tools of how to be a health and wellness coach. And that spoke to me so strongly because throughout my whole nursing career, I was a personal trainer. I taught group fitness, uh, group fitness. I was interested in nutrition. I was interested in, you know, how people ticked and, you know, I want to prevent illness. I don't want to just keep putting a bandaid on people and, you know, and intensive care was just, was just that we're really just trying to, to help people at the very end stages of, of their lives sometimes, or just trying to get them out of crisis. And I really wanted to focus on prevention. I want people to be a partner. I want people to own their health, own their authority of over their health and know that they can make choices on their own and for themselves that will help prevent disease and illness, no matter what stage of life they're in. So that's when I decided, you know, okay, Nicole, yeah, you're, you're, you know, I was, I was still doing nursing, but not to the capacity I was in intensive care, but I just said, you know, you got to stop doing this kind of put a bandaid on people and you need to take the plunge and do something about it, girl. So I started my own business and, and that's where Blue Monarch Health comes in. So did you quit your job or did you start doing this on the side and then build up to that or how did that work? Yeah, you know, I was, I was kind of, I, I'm, I'm going to use the word meddling, but that's not really the word I mean. <laughs> I mean, I was dabbling in all these different ways of, you know, how do I, how do I combine nursing? How do I combine my love and my passion for health and wellness? So I was teaching group fitness. I had some personal training clients going. I would do a shift here and there in nursing because, you know, everybody's got to buy toilet paper. I mean, yeah. <laughs> starting your own business, <laughs> right? You know this. <laughs> You know, you need to pay the bills and starting your own business is a lot of work and it doesn't happen instantly. It, it, you know, you have to fill the gap with money. You have to fill the gap with, you know, being able to pay your rent and everything. And so I was just doing a lot of different things to, to fill the gap until I started developing a stronger um, entrepreneurial business. So how did you combine, um, you know, all these different loves that you had of, of nursing and nutrition? Like, you know, what does that look like for you now? Yeah, great question. Um, so in my business, um, I combine, I, I choose, like when you're your own boss, you're really choosing, picking and choosing your strengths and, and doing things hopefully that you're really passionate about. So for me, the passion is um, being a partner with my patients or my clients. Um, you know, the human, <laughs> they want to own their health. They want to be 
able to take action to keep themselves filled with vitality now where they are right now, but then also in the future, like when they're 60, 80 or 100, 120 years old, right? <laughs> Feeling their best uh, because they've made the choices along the line. We've learned the tools. So I combine all of the things that I do. So from nutrition, from helping people to figure out what's important to them as far as, you know, what foods are, um, what foods are great for them, what foods are not the best for them, but not in the sense of black and white. It's, it's more of like a holistic kind of approach. Um, I also do some fitness programming because of my personal training background in group fitness. And then, but the meat, the meat and where I feel the real uh, change, the real um, shifting of behaviors happens in the coaching sessions. It's where you really listen to what the other person is saying and you really dive into what their needs are, what is important to them and help them see that they already have so many amazing gifts, so many amazing strengths. And we, you know, I lift them up. I pull those strengths up. I help them figure out a plan, a plan of action that may include more movement, less stress, better sleep, eating better, um, looking at relationships and making sure they're really positive relationships and reinforcing that and then just really working with that person to help them you know find the vitality and find out what's important for their health so where do these uh, people come from um, like how how do they find you or what kind of client um, would you say is mm, your ideal or that would the type of person that would come to you yeah. Yeah. For me, it's, you know, I always say like, you know, when you or your loved one, you go to your doctor and you know, something's off um, and you, and you're able to sputter out a few things that you're feeling like, um, you know, just at the baseline of what you're feeling, but then the doctor has to cut you off and tell, and then they tell you what to do, like while their hand is on the door and they say, you know, lose some weight exercise more, eat better, reduce your stress, sleep better, and then take these medicines. And, you know, our, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying all this stuff because I'm trying to trash our physicians or our nurse practitioners. I mean, we're in a healthcare system that doesn't even allow patients more than five minutes to, to spout off what they're feeling. And then another five minutes maybe for the provider to, to share what can happen with them or, ha or, you know, what a plan of action could be, but they don't have time to really sit down and go through each of those things with the person and make an, an individual plan for them. So I have relationships with providers in the community um, where they may say, hey, Nicole, I have this client for you. Can you work with them? Because you know they're, having, they're really struggling with their diabetes uh, protocols and they don't really know about all of those things. Like they don't understand their medicine and I don't have time to sit with them because that's you know just not our healthcare system. So can you walk through maybe diabetes medicine? Can you help this person reduce their stress? Because I really think this is a big piece of that. So uh, partnerships with providers in the community could be even providers like physicians, yes, nurse practitioners, yes, but even massage therapists, even um, chiropractors, um, nutritionists, registered dietitians who just don't have the capacity to, to really dive in with people. I also do, I have really good connections with my community as far as, um, you know, community um, like centers. So we have a few little centers here in my area where I, you know, I offer 
group coaching and um, healing circles and places for people to come. Now I'm saying come because right now we're doing come a little bit differently. So now a lot of my business is online, but I, I was doing a lot of in-person kind of connection because people really want to be connected with others like them. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, um, so yeah, and I think that the lifestyle is a big deal because I know, you know, in nursing school and in the medical community in general, like we always kind of, it's like the last slide of any hour long presentation where we've talked, you know, for 40 minutes about the drugs that you can take. And then they're like, oh, and then you should diet, exercise and do all these other things. And it's all in one breath and one slide. And it's like 90% of what you should be doing is in that one slide and we gloss over it. So, you know, I love Love seeing like lifestyle uh, businesses and helping people to make those changes because we all know that losing 10 pounds or 100 pounds or however many pounds is not easy and it's not something that you just say okay well I have the information I know how to do it I'm going to do it it's not it doesn't work that way um, and to make any change in your life is really hard <laughs> Um, so your clients, when they come to you, how, uh, one, are, do you do um, service, fee-for-service, and or do you take insurance, and how do the, the clients feel about that? Yes, I, um, nurse coaching is not, well, you just, you just kind of hit the nail on the head there a little bit, Katie, when you were saying about, okay, yeah, we kind of put, we gloss over that last slide. We you know, yeah, these things are super important to prevent disease, like, <laughs> but we've glossed over it in our healthcare system. So right now, prevention is not even covered, like, with insurance, which is an atrocity. However, we're working on that as this nurse coaching community gets bigger and bigger. I have a board certification in nurse coaching, which are nurses who are professionally trained to do health and wellness. And we're working on uh, getting into the insurance companies and getting this kind of uh, care covered by insurance, but at the moment it is not. So that means I am, it's a fee for service and yeah. That's what I'm doing, fee-for-service. Uh, was that a tough transition for you as a nurse to do fee-for-service? Did you have, did you have any, did you struggle with taking money for pe from people? Because a, a lot of our, our nurses do have that um, kind of hang up. Am I allowed to swear on your show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> because I was going to say, hell yeah, it was hard for me at first to ask for money. Because you know what, we punch in as nurses at the bedside, we punch in and we punch out and we get a paycheck and we have never been educated on how to ask for money. So I feel it was a, a big learning curve for me to be able to say, hey, you know, I have these, I have this amazing gift, you know, a, a service that I want to help you with and you're going to have to pay me for it. And so that was a big transition for me. Um, but you know what? I go to the hairdresser and I get my hair cut and I go to the Starbucks and I buy a coffee and I'm paying for a service. And so I've really trained and really worked hard on overcoming that barrier at first and, and through that, you know, like I am providing a service and so I need to be paid for it because going back to my analogy of everybody's got to buy toilet paper. I mean, <laughs> you need to get paid somehow. So yeah, whether it's, you know, I do have some contracts as well, some small business contracts 
Um, and then, and then uh, you know, going the small business route or the one-to-one or small group coaching as well. So there's different avenues in which to, to make things a little bit less expensive if someone couldn't afford it or you know, to kind of cover your basis as far as where you're going to have your revenue coming from. Yeah, and I think it's important not to project on other people what they can, what they're willing to spend their money on or, you know, what they should or shouldn't be spending their money on. It's like you're offering a service and it would, it's weird to offer things for free because there's that kind of reciprocity where like if you do something for me, like I want to do something for you and the easiest thing would be just to give you money. Otherwise, I kind of like owe you a favor for the rest of my life at some level and I don't like that, you know. <laughs> You know, I just want, I want to pay for services, you know, I, I, I just want that transaction to, to happen. Um, but you're right, when it, like, when it comes to you, you're just like, oh, no, no, I'll just do this for free for you. I'll just, um, I'll just do all this coaching. And, and yeah, you, you definitely need the toilet paper, um, especially nowadays, you just kind of hoard your, <laughs> your toilet paper. But um, um, no, I, I see you have this other stuff on um, your website as well. You have like grocery shopping. Is that something that you do for people or um, yeah. Can you talk about that um, and how that fits into what you're doing? Oh yes. You know, I don't go and buy groceries for people. I go with them. Oh wow. And we, we go and we actually look at how to grocery shop. Uh, because everybody, you know, I, th- I find that what I'm really doing is enhancing habits and behaviors, really. The work I do is really helping people figure out, okay, what's my habit? Is my habit going down to the chip aisle first and <laughs> grabbing up those? Or c- could I shift my habit and maybe go to the chip aisle second? You know, like little tiny changes and tweaks versus like dramatic changes because we all know dramatic changes do not last. So how can we modify things, itty bitty things? So going to the grocery store is actually really super fun with somebody um, to, to show them different things that they may not have ever considered before. Like for example, a label on the back of, you know, on the back of a chip bag, like what are you really eating? <laughs> can you say these ingredients out loud or do you stumble <laughs> over them? Because likely if you're stumbling over them, it's probably a chemical that a manufacturer has added because they wanted to make their food taste better or they wanted it to last longer. And hey, what's that gonna do inside your unique body and your beautiful cells that you have to replicate? So, you know, things like that and just showing, you know, a different, a different way of being, a different way of acting. And, you know, it's kind of like a lot of us are jumping up and down in one spot. We're just jumping up and down and up and down and doing the same thing over and over again. Whereas if we could just even pivot our body like a a half a degree in a different direction and still keep jumping up and down, we would actually move in a different direction instead of doing the same repetitive stuff over and over again that are really not serving us. I mean, I love that. I think that's that's great. Um, and to actually go grocery shopping with somebody is a really unique um, thing to do. Are you able to do that in with COVID now, or is that something yeah. that put on the back burner? I mean, it's such a great idea. <laughs> I love it. Okay, Nicole. So um, it looks like you also have a coaching program, um, a build your own health system. What is that? Can you give us a little bit more information? Sure. Um, The Build Your Health system was created um, to offer people a little bit more structure uh, because what I found in doing health coaching is that people 
want and need things to be um, made a little bit more simple. And because, you know, shifting behaviors and habits is hard. So if you're involved in a system, it helps you uh, move through steps a little bit easier and it makes the shifting habits and behaviors a little bit more dynamic, sustainable and purposeful. So I have this build your health and it's the build is, is an acronym. It's five different steps. And, and basically the B stands for brainstorm. And that's where we do a lot of um, a coaching surrounding giving a, the, the human an understanding of where their general health is right now. So, um, you know, it's talking about story, creating historical timelines, some assessments, and it, it gives people a, a really strong understanding of their strengths and their challenges and where they want to go. And then we move into you, which is uncover possibilities. And a lot of people know, you know, I got to sleep better. I want to lose weight. I want to reduce stress. But um, if they dive in a little bit more to understanding the science of why those things are important, I found that it helps people really understand better and, and apply it more um, intuitively into their life. And so this section of you is really just uncovering the possibilities of that. So the science of how, you know, why things will help mitigate disease and build resilience. And, and you know, even if you, you have a disease process already, there's, there's ways around mitigating all of that. And so it's just knowledge and supporting their body, mind, spirit. And then we have I, which is illuminating a path. And, you know, a lot of us are stuck in patterns and behaviors that don't work in our best interest. So if we can develop a path on focusing on our patterns and recognizing them and then releasing them and the things and the potentially the people and the stuff that holds us back, we can find a new way to, to move through the challenge of, of this. So that's illuminating the path. And then we use the strengths and their self-awareness so they can move forward. And then we have a fun section, which is called live, learn, and laugh, which is the L, which is where you really activate your habits and behaviors in real time in your awesome life. So, you know, sometimes you make a plan and then you live it and you're like, okay, that didn't really work real time. So I'm learning what works or they're learning what works. And then if things need to be tweaked, we just laugh because likely we're all human <laughs> and some actions are going to be really easy while others are going to need adjustments. And we just learn, you know, learn how to, how to accept that with grace and move forward. And then D is the celebration. It's dazzle everyone because often people don't celebrate when they've made, um, you know, this hard effort and they've made these changes and they've created this success in their life. And we need to celebrate that. So that's what we do in our build system. And I usually do this over a six month period, you know, and everybody's individual. We do some one-on-one -on -one coaching, some education on their own, and then activating these new habits and behaviors in their life. And then we keep touching base, going back and forth through these steps. Yeah, I, I love that, especially the last one, because um, so often we forget where we started and it's kind of feels like you didn't really do anything until somebody's like, no, you did this and this and this and this. And you're like, oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so true. I'm sure you see that in yourself, too, right? Oh, my gosh. Woo! Yeah, because <laughs> we're always so hard on ourselves. Like, oh, that was no big deal. It was not, a, you know, I didn't really do anything, blah, 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 you know, that kind of stuff. And it's I think it's a terrible way to look at what you've done because um, you you know, where you started is so far away when you look back. Um, and if you have something to kind of trigger where you 
been and where you are now, I think that's extremely helpful. Yeah, yeah, and it is a celebration of that. Yeah, I always say you've got to look back to honor your past and where you've come from, how you've started out, and then you look, you know, present, and then you look forward as well. So it's just a beautiful reflection of that. Yeah, is, is this something that's ongoing? You do one on one, or is this like a group coaching that has a certain start date? Yes. Uh, well, right now I do this as a one to one program. But I've been considering doing it as a group because there's so much power when you get people together working on, you know, of course, working on different goals because everyone is unique, but working together through the process is a very, very powerful thing. And I love group coaching. So I'm considering doing this as a group coaching here in the near future. I love that. Um, all right. Well, if people are interested in your group coaching or one-on-one -on -one program, how can they find out more about you? Sure. You can go to my website, which is Blue Monarch, which is the butterfly, bluemonarchhealth.com. And of course, you can email me. It's Nicole, N-I-C-O-L-E at B-L-U-E-M-O-N-A-R-C-H-H-E-L-T-H.com. And I'm also offering a freebie for anybody who's listening to this call. They can just go to bluemonarchhealth.com forward slash free gift. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Awesome. And that's, a, that's got some real fun health, health and uh, lifestyle tips that people can just insert into their life, whatever one that speaks to them. And they'll already be moving towards making the changes or the shifts that they'd like to see happen in their life. Um, that sounds awesome. I mean, you had me at free gift, but now it sounds even better. <laughs> right? Who doesn't like free? <laughs> uh, all right, Nicole. Well, thank you so much. We'll put those um, all this in the show notes so people don't have to remember exactly how to spell it, but um, and how to get the free gift. And uh, thank you so much for doing this podcast interview with us. Oh, thank you so much, Katie. I'm so thankful that you're you're really bringing to light all of the things that our amazing nurses are doing in in uh, creating their businesses and serve it, helping serve our community. So thank you.